Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 138. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Next Step Test Prep, the MCAT podcast is here to make sure you have the information you need to succeed on your MCAT test day. We all know that the MCAT is one of the biggest hurdles you'll face as a pre-med, and we're here to give you the motivation and information that you need to know to help get you the score you deserve so you can one day call yourself a physician. Welcome to the MCAT podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I get to have an amazing conversation with Clara from Next Step Test Prep. And if you are new here, what we've been doing the last several months is going through Next Step Test Prep Full Length 10. Now, if you are new to Next Step Test Prep, they are known for having the second best full length exams out there. And you're like, wait a minute, second best? Why would I want second best? Well, that's because the first best is the double AMC, the people who actually make the MCAT test that you're going to take, that lovely test that you have to take. And you are, in air quotes, required to get those double AMC materials, right? It's highly, highly, highly recommended to take full-length exams to prepare for the MCAT. So get those exams from double AMC. You get three of them. After that, a lot of students want more. Next step test prep, full-length exams are the next best exams to get to simulate a real testing environment and to somewhat accurately predict what your score will be on the MCAT. So if you want 10% off of those full-length exams, go to nextsteptestprep.com, use the promo code MCATPOD, that's all capital letters, to save 10%. We're continuing on this week with our breakdown of Psych Soch Passage 4. Clara, back for some more... MCAT podcast still, we're still going through next step test prep full length 10. I don't know about you, but I'm wondering like, where can we go from here? We just went through a whole full length or almost done with a whole full length. So our expectations, hopefully the bar is raised and we'll, we'll come with much better, much bigger, more valuable stuff in the future. But we have to finish psychosoc, everybody's favorite section. <laughs> Not quite everybody's, but no, yeah, no. we're <laughs> we're about halfway done with this section, so we can get started with passage four. Okay, go ahead. All right, passage four. Patient engagement is a good thing for a physician to track, as engaged patients have better health outcomes and better healthcare experiences. Engagement is affected by both medical and social factors, including race. A recent AMA study showed that relative to Asian physicians, Hispanic physicians experience a lower rate of patient engagement, particularly with medication compliance. 
This may be because people assume that Hispanics are less qualified to be physicians. Patient survey results show that Hispanic physical cues decreased engagement, while Asian physical cues raised engagement. This influence grew stronger with stronger physical race cues. In a study performed by a healthcare research group, three subscales from the model of Hispanic identity were used to create racial identity clusters. Table 1, which we won't need, outlines the correlation analytics from a sample of 208 Hispanic female caregivers. Racial centrality examined the extent to which being Hispanic was an important part of the person's overall self-concept. Private regard assessed the positive evaluation of one's racial group. Public regard examined the extent to which the individual believed that others held positive evaluations of the Hispanic racial group. Seeking to support the theory that patient compliance can be prompted by social rather than physical characteristics, healthcare researchers designed an experiment to study social cues and their impact on patient engagement. Participants were shown random photos of Hispanic and Asian individuals in traditional medical professional attire, white lab coat and scrubs. They were asked to state if they believed if the person in the photo to be a physician, nurse, or dietitian. Next, each participant was asked to rank how likely they would be to follow the medical advice offered by the individual in the photo. Rankings were taken on a seven-point scale, with seven indicating a high level of compliance. All right, that's Ooh, it. Okay. Wow. All right. It's interesting. I don't know. I'm assuming these are. this is real, like the assumptions that oh, you're Hispanic, you must not be qualified to be a physician. It's kind of just thinking about that. It's like, that, that kind of sucks. Like you, you go through medical school and yet you still have to overcome all of these barriers. Um, totally. But. Yes, it's, it's very, really, you know, sad and kind of disturbing. But yeah, this actually, this one comes from a real, uh, a real study. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Well, question 19, which of the following is most likely to be a statement listed in the questionnaire section on racial centrality? And so I think as I was taking this, I remember where that was. So I would, I would just look at it quickly. And it says, examine the extent to which being Hispanic was an important part of the person's overall self-concept. Okay. And so A, quote, in general, other groups view Hispanics in a positive manner. B, quote, being Hispanic is an important reflection of who I am. C, I feel good about Hispanic people. Or D, Quote, Hispanics have to work twice as hard as whites to get ahead. And so what I read just a second ago about racial centrality examined the extent to which being Hispanic was an important part of the person's overall self-concept. That seems to be what B is saying here. Being Hispanic is an important reflection of who I am. So it seems like that would be a question that would be asked. So I would pick B. Yeah, B is correct. Okay. Great. It's, yeah. It seems too straightforward, but it's like, well, that's the definition that they gave. So I'm going to pick that one. Totally. And yeah, it's, it's interesting, really. Uh, whenever it seems too straightforward, that's usually a clue that it's that's correct. <laughs> People get tripped up way more often just assuming that questions should be harder than they are on the MCAT. I think the reason why some students do still miss this question is because uh, if you sort of are in a hurry, especially if you're tired, um, you might read the passage quickly and not notice that racial centrality is in it. Uh, and then you might sort of assume that it's a, some term you're supposed to know. Uh, and that can lure people to one of those wrong answers. But as long as you know, okay, I'm not supposed to know this, it must be in the passage, and then you go back, then you're pretty much set. Okay. All right. Question 20. 
The AMA study discussed in the passage suggests that the racial perception seen in the patient-physician interactions primarily relies on blank. A, cultural behaviors, B, economic signals, C, physical traits, or D, social cues. Oh, racial perception seen in the interactions primarily relies on. So this one's hard. I, I think it would be hard for me because it's like primarily relies on, but it doesn't necessarily say that the, the first paragraph hits on this, I think, but it doesn't really say primarily. So I'm, I, I'd have to kind of stretch that. But the last sentence of the, the last two sentences of the first paragraph it showed that Hispanic physical cues decreased engagement, Asian physical cues raised engagement, and they grew stronger with stronger physical race cues. So I would go with the social cues, D, for this one. So this one's actually C, physical traits. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it actually is just because they were talking, this study was focused really solely on these physical cues. So basically they, they referenced the AMA study, the AMA study, um, as I think you you mentioned, uh, it talks about Hispanic physical cues, Asian physical cues. They didn't tell us anything about what those physical cues are, but the focus here does appear to be physical traits, and that's essentially how we're supposed to get to this answer. Oh, I don't know. I think I would challenge. <laughs> I would challenge the question writer on this one because physical traits and cues are different things in my mind, they and so are. that's why I pick social cues. I mean, social cues and and what they were talking about here uh, as far as physical cues. So physical traits and physical cues are different. I would make an argument that those are different. Well, that's, and that's a fair argument, right? Like uh, often the questions like this will take language directly from the passage. So you very well could have seen something like physical cues and physical cues would have been hands down uh, sort of undebatable correct mm -hmm. answer. But yeah, no, I, I totally see your point here. I think the issue with social cues is that social cues still does require a jump also to say, okay, is a physical cue, a physical race cue, is that a social cue? Because mm -hmm. um, earlier they mentioned, oh, engagement is affected by both medical and social factors, but they never use this concept of social cues verbatim when re referencing the AMA study. So. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tricky one, and it might be a little bit trickier than you might typically see on the MCAT. So I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. All right. I am, uh, I am officially, what do you call that when you challenge a test? Uh, <laughs> I forget the word. I think, um, I think uh, for some tests, they do, just, they do use the word challenge, actually. Yeah. The MCAT, I don't, I don't quite remember what it is, but it's, it's pretty rare. But it, it actually does happen. You can challenge a question mm -hmm. on the MCAT. So. Okay. All right. I challenge this one. All right. <laughs> All right. Question 21. A patient's refusal to follow the advice of a Hispanic physician is an illustration of which psychological concept? All right. So this is, I, I think, right, uh, ripe for knowing that this is a, a pseudo discrete here that we have to know these definitions coming up. So A, cognitive dissonance, B, racial stereotyping, C, racial bias, or D, racial discrimination. Oh, man. I, I've heard a lot of podcasts about stereotyping, and so that's the one I would jump to without knowing all the, the strict definitions of these. And racial stereotyping and racial bias are almost seem like they're too similar to me 
that either of them can be right, but I, I just stereotyping to me just stands out too much. So I'll pick B. <laughs> almost, oh. almost. <laughs> this one is a, a question where you really do need to know the definitions. Yep. Because they're all so close. And that's, that's very common. This whole, there's a stereotyping versus prejudice versus discrimination um, distinction that a ton of students have trouble with on the MCAT. Uh, and the answer here is actually going to be D, uh, racial discrimination. And the entire reason behind that is that anytime we see this sort of um, stereo, there certainly is a stereotype here, but it's leading to an actual specific action, like a behavior. So the patient is actually behaving differently based on the fact that their physician is Hispanic um, because they're refusing to follow the advice. So that's actually a behavior. Uh, Maybe they aren't taking their medication or something like that. And anytime we actually have a behavior, that's going to be discrimination. Uh, If we just saw that the patient thought that, oh, Hispanic physicians are different in some way from physicians of other races, and it was just uh, a thought in their head, but they didn't act upon it, then that would be more closely tied into something like be racial stereotyping. Mm. But yeah, in this case, it's D. Okay. And what about racial bias? How does that play into the? Bias is just a more general term. So there certainly is bias here also. So a bias is just a, a cognition, essentially a thought process that basically you know, tends towards treating one thing differently from another. Uh, Bias is just extremely, extremely broad. And so it comes into play here, just like stereotyping comes into play. But the actual sort of the the thing that beats everything, once you see that behavior, you you have to go with discrimination. Okay. And then the last one, cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is the only one here that's a little bit separate. So cognitive dissonance is a really MCAT relevant term, but it specifically refers to this state of mind where a person's behaviors and their and their cognitions, essentially their beliefs are at odds. So for example, let's say you believe that, oh, doing something is wrong, right? You believe that like smoking cigarettes is wrong for some reason, but you still smoke a cigarette every once in a while. Uh, you're going to experience cognitive dissonance where over time it's going to be so uncomfortable to believe something that's at odds with your actions that you're likely to either change your beliefs um, and start thinking, okay, like smoking cigarettes is fine once in a while, or you'll change your actions and stop doing that behavior. So that's cognitive dissonance and it's not relevant here. All righty. So the big takeaway, as always for PsychSoc, is know all of these definitions. There's just so many to know. It's like you have to know, going back to kind of the amino acid stage of the MCAT, you have to know all of the amino acids and how to draw them and the three letter abbreviations and structures and all that stuff. And same thing, it seems like for psychosis is just all of these different definitions of psychological concepts and, and Freud stuff and all these other whatever traits and processes we have. You just got to know all those definitions. All right. Uh, absolutely true. That is the truth about psychosis. All right. There you have it. Again, passage four from psychosis. Next Step Test Prep Full Length 10. Again, if you are in the market for some full-length exams, nextsteptestprep.com. Use the promo code MCATPOD. That's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D, to save 10%. Have a great week. We'll see you next time where we break down Passage 5. 